dear <laughs> what jesus what a bad start and my voice just broke god mother bastards huh um all right we're off to one of these starts i feel like every episode starts like this i try and then i stop and it's a train and it's flown and i open my mouth and we already hit the wall so you know that's uh all right that's the podcast uh well done welcome welcome and well goodbye goodbye and welcome uh this is the podcast random podcast with me i can imagine my friends are listening to this sometimes we listen to each other's podcasts if we're driving somewhere like to a gig and we'll be like all right let's see how long we'll give this one and if i'm going to use this as my example to be like listen to this one it's 161 Episode 161 of Rodham, I can't even say the name, Jesus Christ, Random Podcast, uh, 161, 10th June 2020, and I'll say, here lads, throw on that one, Uh, this is a good one, and we'll be a minute in, and they'll be like, are you having a seizure, what's what's wrong, Uh, do you need help, did you need help, have you recovered, And I'll say no, I'll say I did not recover, I need help, and um, thank you for tuning. And I'll say, yeah, you've lost us, you're barely 90 seconds in, and you lost us, good work. And I'll say thank you, because the pressure was immense. I was sitting here feeling the pressure, and I wanted to be loved. I wanted to be loved by everyone in the car, and I could feel the hatred and disdain, and even worse, boredom. I could feel boredom, and I'd prefer some hatred than to be boring. I suppose that's the fear for all of us is that we wake up one day and realize that we're boring bastards and not the good boring. People be like, I'm so boring. I just stayed at home and I read a book and I wrote a book and I baked and I uh, played with my kids and um, I walked out and I meditated and I did some work and I made uh, thousands and thousands of dollars today. And you know me, I'm just boring. And you're like, that's not fucking boring. You fucker that's uh that's pretty good <laughs> i mean the actual the real boring the boring where you're like oh shit i didn't work on myself for years and years and it's caught up with me and now i'm a boring piece of shit i don't know how to talk to people fuck what have i done how did i let this happen i let myself i thought the looks would get me through life that's a fear of mine that i'm just gonna coast on my looks through life and that one day I'll wake up and realize I should have been working on my personality. But at the moment, I'm okay, you know, I'm okay. I'm still working on the looks and, you know, the body and the whatnot and the whatnot. Um, you know, a lot of people, I presume, they'll be like, he must be gay because he's in such amazing shape. That's what I presume a lot of people presume about me. It's a lot of presumptions flying back and forth. In the air, silence, silence, presumption, silence, assumptions, just flying around, thoughts, are they coming back to me? I don't know, I'll do a boomerang thought, and I'll be like, he, he probably thinks I'm gay because um, because of my amazing body. And you know, that's, that's one downside of working out. A lot of people on here are probably like, should I work out? What's the downside? They phone in all the time, they send me letters, I get a lot of letters asking me, hey, See, you're in amazing shape. What's the down? There must be a downside. Is there a downside? And I say, well, yeah. You um, you talk about working out much more than you used to, so you get a bit duller than that, and um, you actually enjoy it. So you're like, you've changed your whole mentality, your body, but your brain too. Your brain has been rewired to be a bit duller, 
and uh, that's that's always good, I suppose. So then you can focus on the body, your personality. You put that to the side, like a like a former lover. You you cast it away. You keep it outside the door. You keep it like an old pair of shoes. It doesn't come in the house. Um, it's full of mud and shit. It's full of cat shit. You know how you be out there stepping on cat shit. Not in my house, bitch. That's what they'll say when you're working out. And you'll be like working out and be looking in the mirror. And you'll be like, oh, yeah, I'd fuck you. And then you want to fuck yourself. That's the problem with working out. You end up wanting to fuck yourself. And is that a is that a negative or a positive? It depends what you're like as a person. Are you good at sex or are you bad at sex? If you're going to be fucking bad at sex, then I suppose it's a bit of a negative. But it could be a positive, too. If you're bad at sex, there's a little ploy that I do sometimes. Sometimes I'll have bad sex with a girl just so she... Um, just so she doesn't fall in love with me, you know, because I'm a nice guy like that. I'll see, I'll be like, oh, dear me, dear, dear, dear me, me. Oh, dearie me, Dermot, is what I'll say to the girl. And she's like, my name isn't Dermot. And I'll be like, well, let's role play, Dermot, because my tongue did it, my tongue tied. And uh, poor, poor girl, the poor. <laughs> That's what I should say. That's my main thought during sex all the time is, ah, the poor girl, she's uh, she's highly disappointed, you know. <laughs> you know, she she probably got duped. She probably got fooled. She probably had her, she probably projected some thoughts onto me. And now she's been fooled. She's been fooled and she's having this mundane, <laughs> mundane, dull sex. Just like a chore. That's what I want sex to feel like with me. A house chore. Sober sex with me is a house chore. You just grin and bear it. It's something you do. Something you do together. And you you take it off your to-do list. You say, okay, I can survive now. We uh, we clean the mirrors. I spend some amount of time in my house cleaning mirrors. Not because I want to look in them all the time. It's just they get dusty. I clean them, then they're getting dusty again. i got to buy a better cleaner. Anyway, we're going off topic. We were talking about sad sex. House chore sex. That's what it's like having sex with me. The house chore sex. Um, and you'll say, all right, let's get this. You look at your watch and you'll say, fuck it, I'm sober. It's going to be tough, you know, because he likes to sweat on me. <laughs> He's, he'll sweat away on me. And um, he, 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 I, I'll, have, I'll have been duped. He duped me. He led me to believe that he would be good at sex. And uh, the poor girl, that's what I'll say a lot during sex. Poor girl. <laughs> Imagine you did say that all the time during sex. Poor girl, Ash, or you're a poor, poor girl. Huh? You know, you've made some bad choices and look where you ended up. Let this be a lesson. Let this be a lesson. Change your life. Turn it around. Let me be your, you know, after me, find Jesus. Let Jesus be the next man in your life. Cast out the rest and let Jesus in because Jesus, look what happened to you when you let me into your life. Now we're having sex and it's sober sex and it's maybe the first time wasn't second time you have sober sex is a bit of a uh, already okay oh shit it's definitely for the woman and you know if you're a selfish fucker then it's you're you're gonna be upset you're gonna be feel like you're mopping the floors you'll be like I prefer to be mopping the floors right now I would prefer to be on my hands and knees scrubbing the floor like a nice little housemaid than this mundane uh, sober sex this house chore. What was I on about? I don't know. I thought I was going on a little ramble. And, you know, we're, we're lost now in the woods. Will we ever get back to our destination? Will we ever find our car? I don't think so. We're out there. We're like Polly and um, 
Christian Sopranos, they're out there in the snow and they can't find their car. That's us now, listener. You're Polly and I'm Chrissy. And we're last. We're out there and we're fucking... We hate each... <laughs> we're at the point now, the podcast, where we hate each other. We're wondering who should kill who. Who should turn this off? Should it be me or should it be you? And that's the question, I suppose. Who's going to be... Who's going to make the first move? But we're also polite. And, you know, we've been in this together. It's been 161 episodes. And we're in this thick and thin. And we have a duty to our main man, Tony Soprano. And by the main man, I mean God. God's up there listening. He's like, come on, dear fuckers. Get it. Get through this together. Because, you know, pretty soon, Mark's going to be doing uh, some video podcasts. Maybe he'll have a new podcast, too, with his buddy. And then, oh, it'll all be worth it. Jesus, hopefully hopefully but this this is probably what goes through a woman's head before she has sex with me too she'll be like okay you know the hope the hope of it all the hope the future he he could be he could turn into something (laughs) he could turn into something good you know he's got potential there's the word i was looking for potential potential will dupe us all have you ever hooked up with a girl because you were like oh potentially she could be great and then you hook up and you realize, oh, God, what the fuck? Jesus, the cloud of sex. The cloud of sex has lifted. The orgasm has paved the way, part of the Red Sea. The sea of orgasms. The sea of calm. A lot of people were probably going to think he's going to say the sea of calm. And he's going to ruin it. <laughs> he's going to ruin his whole podcast by using the term the sea of calm. But I went there, you know. I'm like a sexual Moses. Um parting the ways and eventually you walk through the, the the grass the tall grass and you find your way and you realize christ i don't like this girl at all what have i done oh no sorry sex sorry sex do you, ever, do you know it's nuts have you ever like met someone so hot so unbelievably hot it takes you years to figure out that she's actually very annoying <laughs> that's how you know someone's very hot if it takes years and if you've had sex with them before in the past and you still couldn't you were still you know you make excuses i love to make excuses for people but you make excuses you'd be like but she's a fucking 10 she's unbelievable she's unbelievable and then slowly but surely the years go by and the looks are finally the sea of calm is parted as drifting away it's like a fog in the air drifts away a nice big windmill came in and blew it away and now you realize, oh, Jesus, this girl has always been a nine. And it was me. I was the fool to think otherwise. And that's, I suppose, the point of all my stories is that I was a fool. Said in that tone, too, you got to have the uplifting tones of I was a fool. That'd be a good start to a musical, wouldn't it? I said that with such little conviction because I didn't know where my mouth was going. But deep down, I was like, yeah, that would be a good start of a musical. Start of a musical. I was a fool. And the whole crowd will say, yeah. And then they'll leave the uh, they'll leave the show and they'll be like, fuck it, we were fools for staying, huh? <laughs> and that's, I want people to leave. I want people to leave my shows walking out being like, fuck it, what do we just do that for? And that's how women, they leave my house and they'll be like, oh, Christ on a stick. Maybe I should go back to Benny. Benny was, he, Benny was a sensible man, but at least I knew what I was going to get with Benny. You know, I thought because the Irish guy, he was a comedian, he had an accent. And he wrote some sex bombs. I thought he was going to be. Uh, I thought he was going to be. He had the potential to be much better, but you know, if you take away the 
the accent, if you take away the hair, if you take away the sex poems, and if you just strip him down, if you take away the amazing body, you know, I thought he was gay, <laughs> thought he was gay there for a while, because Jesus is in such amazing shape, incredible, incredible shape, you know, only gay men are in that such good shape, or people on steroids, alas, neither, alas, neither, alas, neither gay nor steroid eh? And uh, the girls would be driving home and they'd be staring out the window and they'd be like, you know what, I was wrong. He was a waste of time. And uh, that's that's the whole vibe. Anyway, that's the introduction to this, <laughs> this week's podcast. Pretty good one, I'd say. I, I don't know, you can tell me, you know, I black out after these. People hit me up and they'd be like, that was funny. And I'd be like, ah, who said that? And they'd be like, you did in your podcast. And I'd be like, all right. Didn't know that didn't realize that you know sometimes you just don't realize shit like sometimes if i wake up and i don't know what i'm gonna do every day it'll just i'll wake up and it'll before i know it oh it's nighttime superb nighttime didn't know you were gonna be here so quick but look at you creeping around the corner there we go nighttime up and at them um up and at them with a bang and then it'll just be like, shit, I should have made a plan. Every man needs a plan, I'd say. We come back to that one point again and again. Michael Lenoci just texts me saying, hey, H-E-Y. And now I wonder what he's going to say next. Is he going to say, hey, you want to pump? Why did he text me saying, hey? I hate people texting me saying, hey. Michael Lenoci, if you're listening, if we're in the car, me, you, Chris, maybe Craig, we're driving to a show, and we're at the point now where Michael said, texted me for no reason, hey. Is a Steph is a good. No one says hey, and it's good news. Hey, hey, I got the her. <laughs> hey, I've got the herps. And I'd be like, ah, Jesus, don't tell me that you're in the podcast. Not you're in the podcast, Michael. You know, I want to lie to myself that this is a free flowing, entertaining podcast. But you know, when I get distracted by a text that says hey. <laughs> <laughs> what does a gay horse eat hey but I like to lie to myself I suppose we all like we had a curfew here in LA last week or this week because the protests they're going strong but we had a curfew and remember because the quarantine was kind of being lifted <laughs> myself and another buddy were definitely lying to ourselves we were like Jesus, it's a pity we have a curfew because, like, now that quarantine's over, oh, the sex will be, we'd be having sex with all the hot women right now if it wasn't for curfew. And that's a good lie to tell yourself that the curfew is what is holding you back. Um, and not yourself, not your, your own personality, not your downfall, not your thoughts, not your actions, not your words. It was the curfew's fault. Not your fading looks. You're fading off into there's a new batch coming and you're just a piece of shit. No, it was the curfew. It was the it was the law. <laughs> the main reason I'm not having sex is because it's the law not to be having nighttime sex. And you know I'm a law abiding creep. Um that's just me, you know, that's why I wasn't having sex, because if I was a true rebel I'd be out there pumping. Pumping on the streets, protesting in the sheets, you know, that's as my Aunt Bernice always used to tell me, she'd say, go out there and protest on the streets or else donate those sheets. And I suppose that's what you can do for Black Lives Matter if you want. You can either donate or protest. I'm sick of the fuck. 
if people are if there's people always messaging me fucking talking about but 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 black lives matter and they'll just say but but what about this and it's like shut the fuck up <laughs> shut the fuck up what about white racism sit in a fucking dick and shut up that's so dumb it's so annoying it's, and then you'll be like you'll explain what aboutism to it and it's like if you make an argument and someone says yeah but what about this and they change the subject and it's a classic white racism move but what about this here what about this or this and you're like oh you need to shut the fuck up um they'll be like okay you you like that girl but what about when you found out she was a nine and you're like what are you, what are we on about i remember like telling someone i was like here you gotta shut the fuck up you just keep doing this what aboutism and they're like and i explained it they're like yeah what about it what about it and you're like ah you're too dumb you're too dumb and i'm not going to be bothered to fucking fix your dumb ass brain so if you're messaging me saying what about this and this it's sometimes you might know the people sometimes you might know the people the note was telling me he's upset people he knows from childhood they're posting stupid shit on facebook and i'm like first of all why are you on facebook and second of all obviously you've known them since you were fucking young i've known people since i was young and they're fucking idiots <laughs> they still have i love when people are like yeah you've changed obviously you dumb fuck i've learned shit i've learned and learned and learned stop learning then i learned again learned i was dumb tried to fix it you learn you're dumb and you try to move on people being like you change you're like obviously you dumb fuck but they'd be like what about the what about blah, blah, blah. you'll see people too you're just like jesus people pretend to that i'm a republican now and you're just like oh no you just want to fucking be a blatant racist and you'll be like all right this is nothing to do with being Republican or a Democrat, you dumb fuck. Just shut up. Stop what about in me. So I can go back to talking about having bad sex with girls. And you know, it's a good move. <laughs> it's a good move if you need to get away and you don't want the girl to fall in love with you. Simply have bad sex and hope that she's not really fucking cool. <laughs> that is a fear. You better hope that she's really not fucking cool. Otherwise, uh she will get over the fact you're bad at sex and she'll give you more chances and then you're fucked because then you realize how unreal she is and then you can't even perform good sex because um because uh you're now you like her you're into her even more and she's one of the good ones and you fucked up the first time by having bad sex and now you're like shit i need to deliver on the second time and have good sex and now you're choking you're choking like me and a chunky piece of chicken you're choking it's right there in your throat and you can't deliver and she's like is this is this it <laughs> that means is this it jesus the, sh the shame that will flow through your body if you're having sex with a girl. She's like, is, is this is this it? Is this is this your repertoire? Is this all you have? And you're just like, fuck no. And then you run. You're like, give me two minutes. You run to the bathroom and you're googling sex moves. <laughs> How to be sexy in the boulevard. <laughs> Fucking hell! Imagine doing that during sex. How to please a woman. 
Give her money and leave. <laughs> How to please a woman during sex. Give her money, leave and let her finish herself off. And then buy her food. That's some good sex advice. Uh, give the woman money. Not not in a prostitute way. Just in a... Here's a... What's it called? Retribution or payment. Here's... Look, I, I did you wrong. So here... There's this judge in Ireland. He's hilarious. He's like... He let a guy... Oh, fucking... This old fellow was drink driving. Like fucking three times over the limit or some shit. And he delayed his sentence so that he could find himself a wife. <laughs> so he could find himself a wife so the wife could drive him around. And he was like, I'm going to delay this. And there was a matchmaking fest- festival on. <laughs> let me read it out. So dumb. And because he was like, I'm going to let you. Um, I'm going to let you fucking be a part of the matchmaking festival. And hopefully you'll find yourself a little woman. And then that woman will become your wife. And uh, and then you'll have her to drive you around. Here are some of the kids. This is the same judge. I'll just, I just—I remember seeing these ages ago, and I'm just going to read them off. Here are some of the cases that he's he's been dealt with. Chef pays court five hundred dollars for squirting sauces at Kerry Chipper staff. I ordered chips. I don't know what happened, man tells judge. <laughs> he was so drunk, he started squirting ketchup. And you know, that's what you want. You want a little uh, squirt of ketchup? Here we go. Here's another one. These are all the same judge looking after him. Man tells Kerry Court. Kerry is a place in Ireland, if you're wondering. Kerry, it's very rural. And this is how they live life. Man tells Kerry Court how he was bribed with mother's bacon and cabbage. <laughs> Bacon and cabbage and potatoes That's a good Saturday meal I remember having it every Saturday growing up Bacon's like ham Boiled ham Jesus, boiled ham How horrendous is that And then wet cabbage (laughs) Jesus, we eat like peasants Potatoes and gravy It's not too bad I suppose But it's also fucking horrendous I I didn't actually like that dinner. But, you know, my dad made it every Saturday. That was his dinner to make. And I I dug deep and I I ate it. uh, According to the report from the Irish Times, the judge was very concerned about the time frame of the bacon and cabbage eating. (laughs) This fucking judge is ridiculous. Imagine being in a courthouse and you have to fucking be a lawyer and this is your fucking punishment. You have to do... You have to go to a fucking... uh, a bacon and cabbage ruling. The judge asked, was the bacon and cabbage to be given before or after the grass eating? Judge James O'Connor inquired. Mr. Cosgrave confirmed that it was before. These are quotes from the fucking judge, the courtroom. <laughs> These fucking idiots. You have to have a full stomach for hard work. I did not enter the house. I ate the bacon and cabbage on the back porch. I did not go into the house. And mum gave me some mustard. And a little bit of dessert. i got to look up this again. I'm not going to do it now because this is a strictly no Google um, podcast. But I think this guy, Cosgrave, had had a fucking ruling against him. He did something at his mum's house. I think he was drunk. And he did something at his mum's house. And he was ordered that he wasn't allowed back into the house. Uh, restraining order, but kind of. You just can't come inside the house. But then his mum said, can you come over and cut the garden? <laughs> I'll feed you bacon and cabbage on the back porch. 
and then his mum reported him that he came inside the house. What a fucking... I can't even explain the case. It's so bizarre. Here's another case. Judge... Oh, yeah, this is the one. Judge sells County Kerry Farmer to find a nice wife. <laughs> what a fucking weirdo. He would be a severe advantage because he lived in the middle of nowhere if he couldn't drive. He would be, his, his social life would be ruined. <laughs> The man in question went to Waterfall for cow feed. So he went to buy some food for his cow. <laughs> this is so fucking Irish. He went to a fucking little town to buy food for his cow. But he ended up talking about Kerry's performance in beating Cork in the Munster fo- football final. And he drank too much and he, hitched a d- uh, <laughs> he hit a ditch while driving home. <laughs> <laughs> fucking hell so he basically went he went on a chore he went I gotta go buy the cow some food went and he went to the pub started talking about football started drinking a load of pints started driving home and he hit a ditch he probably hit a car and he was fucking over four times the fucking alcohol limit Jesus his solicitor asked if his client could not be put off the road until after the summer Mr. O'Shea was asked if he had good neighbours, to which he replied, <laughs> they were all right. <laughs> Jesus, this is rid- it's fucking ridiculous. Take the plunge. The court heard his relatives lives in County Cork. Same fucking judge again. Judge James O'Connor then asked if Mr. O'Shea was going to stay single or will you take the plunge? The dude doesn't even have any girlfriend or anything. Will you take the plunge? The judge was also told that without transport, his client will be at a great disadvantage living in an isolated rural area. You'd never know now what Star Wars, Judge O'Connor said, in reference to the increased visitor numbers to South Kerry due to the activity surrounding the filming of the movie on Skellig Michael. So they fucking... They filmed some of Star Wars in this little fucking rural place in Ireland. And the judge hoped that the fucking, the dude who fucking hit a ditch might find a wife. Because there was more people (laughs) coming to his little town. (laughs) Being off the road would make it difficult for O'Shea to care for his cows. And he would have to make arrangements to get rid of them, his solicitor said. Or find himself a nice woman, the judge said. Mr. O'Shea's solicitor noted that if the extension went beyond September, it would allow his client to go to the matchmaking festival at Liston Verna. Judge O'Connor said it was not the purpose of the state to nail people in terms of undoing their livelihood, and he granted an adjournment of the ban until 8th of December. The Irish Road Victims Association condemned the decision to delay imposing the driving ban. What planet is this judge living on? It's Chairman Donna Rice asked. <laughs> He's living in Ireland, and that's uh, that's how he does it. He's living out there in Ireland, um, where fucking that same judge. He had a thing in his fucking uh, in his court room where he had a poor box, and apparently, if you if you started donating money to the poor box, literally putting money into the poor box, and if you kept going. Until he said, okay, that's enough. That means you weren't going to get any jail time. So you were just bribing yourself. Bribing your way out of jail. And, you know, for important stuff. Like, did you go into your mother's house when you went to cut the grass? Did you hit a dish, ditch? It's like that don't drink, don't be lonely rule that was in fucking Kerry. He must have made that rule too. 
Where is that like? Because suicide was so rampant in Ireland in the rural areas. They wanted, they wanted men to be able to drive to the pub and hang out with their friends so they weren't lonely. But there was no Uber taxis because it was like in the middle of nowhere. So they were like, oh, just let him drive. He'll be fine. He'll drive home. And then they'd all drive home fucking hammered off their tits. And then they hit a wall or hit a tree or hit a ditch or they'd wake up and they wouldn't remember where their cars are. And uh, soon after that rule came in, a main judge in the main court, I think, in Ireland said, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> this is not a thing. And they stopped it. And, you know, the whole point of that story was I can't remember. Oh, yeah, Lenoche. He can. He he left to put money into my poor box to beg my forgiveness for ruining the flow of the podcast because I forget what the fuck I was on about. But there we go. If you're ever in Ireland, just uh, you can bribe yourself out of jail if you ever do anything drunk. Just donate to the poor box, and the poor box will be going into the judge's pocket. <laughs> what a great system! Collecting cash. <laughs> that no one can count and you can easily put some cash in your pocket fair fox to that judge he knows how to be a good corrupt judge i think they kicked him off the, from the fucking whatever it's called he's no longer a judge he was kicked out and you know you have to say fair fox to them fair play um you you never know you never know when you're going to get kicked out of life <laughs> do you ever just forget what you're on about and you come out with this dumb statement and you're like ah oh, shit did anyone hear that <laughs> did anyone hear that hopefully not did anyone see that and be like no just a voice in your head what if your voice is whatever it'd be so annoying if one of the voices in your head had a lisp <laughs> That would drive you insane. You're just trying to have a nice day and all you hear is like, come on, send a text. <laughs> Jeez, that how people with lisp speak. Everything else. Oh yeah, that's balls. Now I feel bad. That, that's how it's. Although people probably hear me speak and they're like, wait, that's how he really speaks. Now I feel bad for him. <laughs> that's all he has. Wow, I feel bad. I feel bad. Remember one time a girl, after we had sex, after we had the pump. You know yourself, after you have the pump, you have a little bit of the old chitter-chatter until you're like, all right, which it's time to leave, I suppose. Man, there's nothing better than having sex and then just leaving after. <laughs> Can we get it out there? I was doing a Zoom recently, and people were like, what's what's the turn-off for you, Mark, on the Zoom? Jeez, the last Zoom, too, that we did, people were just getting top topless. It was a topless Zoom. Everyone had a great time. But they were like, what's... Um, What's a turn off? And I was like, oh, just say if a girl lingers after sex. <laughs> it's true. If you're, if, uh, this is a tip. I don't know if women know this. And it may not be all men. It's just all men I know. <laughs> just guys I know. Um, if you were to be like after sex, be like, all right, got to go. I'll talk to you again. I'll see you soon. The guy will want to hang out way quicker. I feel... I don't know. I, I literally haven't spoke to when a guy who's like, no, I like when they hang all day after sex. <laughs> I like when they just linger and linger and linger and you can't get rid of them. And you're like, I kind of, I was really into you, but can you fucking leave? And you like making up excuses, but they have to go. Like, I got to fucking cut the grass. 
I told my mom I cut the grass. She gave me some bacon and cabbage, and they'd be like, "You have grass outside? Be fuck you. Just I gotta go to the beach. I'll come with you." Jesus, no. That's a good tip for women. If you after sex, just be like, "All right, gotta head out." The guy will be like, "Oh, Jesus. Okay, okay." That's how you'll make him eager. He'll want to see you again. He'll be like, "Okay, she's independent." Okay, now we're dancing. And that's why, that's why if ever we've had sex and it's been bad, just know I was doing that for you. <laughs> I was doing that to save you, save you from being hurt. I, I changed it up. I was going, it was going to be good. Any other rumors about me having bad sex? They're all, they're all false. It was just, I didn't want the girl to fall in love with me. <laughs> and that's another lie that we can tell ourselves, you know. You can like can't be as long as the as long as you're not telling yourself with a lisp in your head <laughs> that would be so annoying a lisp or a stutter oh yeah but one time after sex girl was like please don't tell me you have roommates please don't tell me i just had sex with a guy who has roommates and i don't and i didn't but i was like <laughs> oh i see my way out here Oh, the the door is open. Oh, we're stuck in the cave, but I just saw a crack of light. Come on, fellas, we're going to be saved. We're going to be, it's going to be all right. We're going to do it. She gave a little crack. I'll crack that door all right, right open. And she said, please don't tell me I had sex with a guy with roommates. And I said, oh, <laughs> oh no, I do, yeah. <laughs> I lied. I said I had roommates. And she was like, oh, she skedaddled. You love, that's the good thing, the skedaddle. You got to skedaddle. It's all about the skedaddle. After sex, there's a good tip, I'd say, for women and for fellas, maybe. Although, do women, I feel like every woman, want, not every woman, but 99.9 wants you to stay after. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe they want you to get the fuck out. That, the hottest thing you can say after sex is get the fuck out. <laughs> That's get the fuck out of us. Get the get the fuck out of here. And then you're just like, all right, was it good? And you're like, get the fuck out, you fucking piece of shit. You'd be like, oh Jesus, I'm sorry. I'll t- I'll text you though. I'm kind of into it. <laughs> if you can get the skedaddle on, oh, the guys will be crawling back to you, crawling, begging for more. They'll be like, let's make. Well, what can we do? They'll be making TikToks. Well, I saw that hilarious TikTok the other day check out it's on my instagram it was a girl and she's like she seems so simple she's like ah she held up a card and the card was a ace of spades she's like i'm gonna trick my brother into pretending that i got his report card (laughs) so the first time you're watching it you're like and she sounded like you're like why why is she holding up an ace of spades and she goes hey come here and then her brother comes into frame and he's like what's up she's like i got your report card and she shows him the ace of spades and he's like oh no way i got an a and she goes uh that's not a report card i tricked you and the guy goes mom she tricked me and then the girl goes and she kisses him open mouth And you're like, what well, did I see a brother and sister making out on TikTok? And I laughed and I laughed and my buddies, I showed my buddies and we all, it was one of the best laughs we've had in ages. So no doubt the person in charge of that TikTok is um, definitely listening. And um, 
if, if you're listening, just know you gave a lot of comedians a really one of the best laughs we've had in ages on the group chat. I've been having some group cha- good group chats this week. It's funny, like in LA, you'll have group chats of varying levels. I'm on one. There's four of us, and one of us is um, one of us is I'll, I'll say it car- in car terms. One of us is taking an Uber. He Ubers everywhere because he doesn't. Um, he doesn't. He's not bothered driving really. Um, I drive a BMW, but I gotta get a new battery. So that's two levels. We got the third buddy, and uh, he's getting a Ferrari this week. <laughs> he's going to be getting it last week. So now we think he's lying. So we got the Uber, the BMW, the Ferrari. And then we got another buddy. <laughs> and in the group chat, one of us is like, how many cars do you have? And his reply was, in what country? <laughs> Which is one of the best replies I've ever seen in group chats. You're like, this motherfucker. <laughs> this guy is that rich. He's got many cars in many countries. That's unreal. That's so good. Oh, man, I love that. That's the next, ne- not even the next level. That's a 10-level jump. How many cars do you have in what country? I think he owns a castle, too. Which is um, which is always nice, you know. A castle life. Just chilling with the cars. Just driving in the BMW. Going, do I need to get a new battery? Yeah, it's all about the different levels, you know, and the different group chats. But in the, every group chat I've been in, we've laughed at that TikTok the most, I think. Oh, man, I love... When the group chat gets going, oh, it's like good sex. It's like you want to have the woman fall in love with you. You're in the flow. You're flowing. You're bantering. You're mocking each other. You're sending pictures. You're having a laugh. And then... Did you ever get too laughed out? How the other night? We were laughing so much. And it was only like 9 p.m. And I, I, I realized... Ah, I stopped laughing even though it was still funny. And I was like, fuck. I've used up all that laughing serotonin. I've used up all of that, and that probably happens to a lot of people listening to this podcast. They'll be like, ah, shit, you know. I was having a great laugh, and um, and then I just, 30 minutes in, I stopped laughing, Mark, because I was laughing so fucking much. And if that's you, dear listener, I empathize with you. I beat my horn in solidarity with you. I know what that's like, and I apologize for making these podcasts too fucking unreal. I apologize from the deepest, darkest pits of my bowels. I beep my horn. Jeez, every time I drive by like a protest, I've been to a few, but if I drive by one, <laughs> I feel like such a coward. But I'll beep my horn in solidarity. I'll be like, Mm-mm. and then in my dumb head, I'll like think that I'm like a Black Panther. <laughs> that I really put my life on the line. I raise my fist in solidarity. Black Lives Matters. Hello on Instagram now I'm getting fucking I'm getting ads on Instagram for do rags because I've been posting about Black Lives Matters. Now I'm getting uh, Instagram is sending me do rags. So it's time I'd say I'm gonna wear a do rag this summer. Um I'm gonna be beeping horns out and about Gonna, I tried to go hiking yesterday 
change shit up. It's like 95 degrees or something. We went hiking. Hiking's a bit of a... I feel like hiking's a fraud. Unless you're going hiking with a girl. Hiking is just tiring. You don't really sweat as much as if you're working out. We went hiking, me and my buddy Leo. And we found a fucking lake. We're like, oh, Jesus, there's a lake right here in Hollywood. And then we found these fucking turtles and ducks. And we, like, maybe 15 turtles few ducks were like what the fuck is going on very peculiar um and then we're just walking around a forest in the woods it reminded me of ireland but in ireland it was a bit better because if you're walking around the forest in the woods you might be with a girl and you're you're going to go make out to shift to maul the head off each other as we say in ireland would you like to go maul the head off each other yes please i'd love to maul the face off you come on let's go maul the face you can give me a bad hand job and I'll give you uh, an awkward fingering. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Hope my parents don't listen to this. <laughs> One of the worst terms in the world is fingering. An awkward hand job. It feels like you're pulling a carrot. Dear God. I'd say if a, if a Jewish girl was to give like an Irish guy a hand job, she wouldn't know what's going on because she's like, what is this foreskin? And she's just trying to rip it off like a stubborn carrot in the ground. She'd be yanking the carrot, digging the carrot, and poor carrot, and you're like, ah, oh, this is sore. Please stop. Please, for the love of God, I have a foreskin. I know it's against your religion, but God, please, my pain, the pain. And now I'm turned on, and now I'm addicted to pain for life. And that's how you get a kink. <laughs> so that's, you know, maybe a turtle will show up with one of my kinks these days. I'll be like having sex with a girl, and she'll be on her back, and her arms, and her hands will be in the air. And I'll be like, who's a good fucking turtle? And then you realize, oh, no, I just got turned on by a turtle. And, you know... That's probably a good place to end the podcast when you start talking about being turned on by turtles. Um, you never know what's... You never know. Your taste will change. I was FaceTiming my nieces and nephews yesterday back in Ireland and one of my... I have, like, twin nieces and nephews. They were eating lemon slices. <laughs> like it was a fucking chocolate bar. Just the two of them chomping on a bit of lemon. And I was like, oh, they don't know what bitter tastes like yet. And then I said in my head, oh, they'll know soon enough. The bitter taste of life will come will come shattering down. The bitterness of it all. And they, they, they were too young. They said, Mark. And that's all. That's the chat we had. It was a good chat. You know, it's like me. I'm great at chatting. My brain my brain's definitely getting dumber. I'll be on Instagram sometimes and I'll be chatting to a girl. And I'll be like, oh, yeah, I'm into this girl. I like her. I'll be chatting to her a lot. Like, I'll know her name a lot. And then my brain is so dumb. I'll see that she'll have a Twitter on her Instagram. I'll be like, oh, let me go check out her Twitter. And then I'll go to Twitter straight away, straight away. Didn't take any detours. Straight away, I'm on my phone. I didn't take a break because I love my phone like I love my nieces and nephews. <coughs> and I'll go from Instagram to Twitter and I'll type in her name into Twitter search and I'll forget her name. <laughs> like not even close to remembering it. I'll be like, uh, what was it again? Harder, harder, what the fuck? What, did we give it M? M or N? Fuck, what was it? Wow, fuck, wait. Oh, this is a good tweet. And then I forgot. And I've forgotten about the woman for life. Could have been a soulmate, but you know, I forgot her name. And I suppose that's, that's the, the next step for me to know that if I really like a woman is if I can remember her name. 
All right, there's a good place to end the podcast, I suppose, on a real prick note, on a real cactus note. You know, I'm a bit of a cactus, bit of a prick. Um, there we go. Some great tips this week. Jesus, what a fucking week. What a packed week full of tips and tricks. How many cars do you have in what country? Let's all bring that attitude into the next week, into June. Oh, it's my birthday Friday. Jesus. How many cars do you have? Ask me Friday and I'll say that. Don't know what that means. So it's time to leave. Uh, if anyone wants to buy me a, a birthday present, I, uh, I'm accepting cash this year. So make sure to Venmo. Oh, not Venmo because I got hacked. Uh, cash at me. Mark Money Do or uh, PayPal. M H A Y Z 1 at gmail.com. All right. If you want to come Zoom, you should come Zooming this week. Doing it Saturday. It's a good laugh. Everyone's booze laughing mocking each other and um people get topless a lot of topless men and women on the zoom last week good fun all right that's it hit me up on instagram at the marquez or twitter at trickadu i'll try to remember your name if i was chatting to you all right we we just we're we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna uh, burn out slowly and uh, surely pathetically this is like the end of sex you'd be like should i leave and you'd be like fucking skedaddle get out the door you dirty whore so you'd be like i'm sorry i'll talk to you soon all right goodbye good luck good luck good luck good luck good luck